Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am the host of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. No matter where you are in the world, I want to thank you for giving me a few minutes of your day to hear my thoughts. As always, we have a great show for you today. Now here are our topics. Hello, everybody. Welcome back from a long break. This is Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. Thank you for joining me again today. If you are one of those who periodically checks in with these episodes, I do appreciate you not hitting that unsubscribe button and continuing to come back to listen to my thoughts. Now, I have taken an unscripted break from the podcast that I started back in January. When the coronavirus outbreak hit back in the begin, well, you know, we all know that it came to America, you know, months and months ago before we even knew it was here. It was here undetected. But when it became public knowledge back in the beginning of March, I just no longer had the desire to talk about politics every day. The truth of the matter is, is that it was a combination of two things. One of which, which I'm sure is probably goes without saying for those of you who have been listening, is that watching the fall of Bernie Sanders was kind of hard for me, especially given all the things that I said about him in prior episodes. But that was also in combination with what was happening in the world. So it felt right for me at that time to take a step back because I just did not want to be involved in the day-to-day workings of what was happening in our country for a few weeks there. It was obvious to me at that point in time that Bernie was going to lose. It was obvious to me that the situation was not fair, given what was pretty evident of voter suppression. And I just felt this deep-seated anger and not really knowing how to express it in a positive way. I also was frustrated by the fact that I couldn't really get my message out to more people more quickly, unfortunately. But hopefully in the future we can change that. So the overall takeaway here is that there was a time period where I just did not want to do this show. It just didn't feel appropriate. I didn't feel it didn't feel appropriate attacking the federal government's response to coronavirus didn't feel appropriate talking about Bernie being screwed every day. All of that became secondary because the truth of the matter is is that I, like many people, am someone who does struggle with, you know, some form of mental illness in regards to depression and anxiety. Those are two things that a lot of people deal with. Those are two words that are not foreign to people's ears at this point in time. I have issues with both of them. And when the coronavirus outbreak started, I just became overwhelmed in those two things. And I was not really understanding how to handle them that well. And so I just didn't feel like I was in the right headspace to be doing a podcast. I mean, I probably could have done one, but I don't think it would have turned out that fantastic. Not that they ever do, but I just wanted to, if I was going to record something, I wanted it to, you know, feel coherent. And I didn't feel like I had the ability to be coherent at that time. So that is the honest truth. 
about my absence from this podcast and what's been going on the last couple of months. It's just been me trying to figure out, do I want to continue to do this podcast? And if so, what's next? And so that's what I want to talk about now. What is next for this podcast? Because obviously the primaries are done. So, as someone who believed, not so much in the progressive movement, but as somebody who believed in authentic people in politics, it was hard watching Bernie Sanders fall and not really knowing where to turn. Because I was seeing this, essentially, these corrupt Democrats essentially win their party. Trump is who he is. It just felt like, once again... I didn't really have anyone in politics who represented me. And it's hard to know how to have a political show where you don't really see an avenue for people like you to be represented. So, I've been pondering the question now for a little while, where exactly do we go from here? What is next? And the brief answer that I have for you is, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's next. I'm not sure what's next for that movement. I'm not sure what's next for our country involving politics or just the coronavirus. I'm not sure what's next for this, for this show. I will be taking some time and thinking about exactly what I want to do with this show and what avenue I want to take it. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it expressly a political-based show. If you are tuning in looking for political reactions, you might not always get them here. I'll understand if you don't want to continue to subscribe. I think in the next coming weeks, though, I'll be able to better define what this will be going forward. But for now... I have something that I want to discuss that is more politically based. In my next segment, I'm going to talk to you about my ballot that just came in the mail and what exactly it makes me feel. Hey, Indie Thought listeners. Has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side? Well, then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode. Bathing Beauties Beads is a full-service bead shop in the heart of downtown Missoula. Whether it's seed beads, semi-precious stones, vintage beads, or just materials to make a project, they have something for every person and every price range. Not from Missoula? Don't worry. They have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook or at bathingbeautiesbeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code INDEPENDENTTHOUGHT at checkout to save 15% on your order. Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana that has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage inspired clothing, shoes and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. 
Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the look. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at bettysdivine.com. All right, everyone, welcome back from the break. In my last segment here today, I want to talk about my ballot that just came into the mail and how it makes me feel. So I'm going to do this in the good, the bad, and the good once again. So let's talk about the good stuff first. I live in the state of Montana, for those of you who do not know. And I have to say, after opening my ballot here, I am a little impressed with uh, the county that I live in, I don't believe that this is a statewide decision that was made, but rather the county that I live in. I live in Missoula County in Missoula, Montana. And on my ballot, two things that I'm seeing here I think are positive that I was surprised to see when I opened up this ballot just now. One of them is due to the COVID-19 pandemic, polling places will not be open in Missoula County on Election Day. Now, I was a little worried when I first read that, but you go a little further down and you realize that they are doing mail-in ballots for the entire election here in Missoula County, and they are paying for the postage for every single ballot, which means that no one has to go out and get stamps because they're already prepaid by the county itself. So essentially, you don't have to worry about getting a stamp. You can just put this right back into the, po- right back into the mailbox. I think that that is a positive thing. I believe, personally, mail-in voting is the way it should be. I've never actually stood in line to vote in my entire life. I've been voting by mail my entire life. I don't understand why certain states have restrictions on that. It makes no damn sense to me. Like, we have no real problems with voter fraud here in this state whatsoever, so I don't understand that stupid argument against it. First of all, I think it's just a nonsense argument against it anyway. At the end of the day, we do everything with a computer database. How the hell would you not know if someone was committing fraud, if everything's being tracked electronically? That makes no damn sense. You would be able to know who was voting, if they were registered in that county, and how many times they voted. Because you should be keeping track of the shit. It's idiotic. I I don't want to hear people who talk about election fraud, this election fraud, that. There's no reason that you shouldn't be able to catch it. There's no reason. Not in the day and age of, of computers. You should be able to catch that shit. So just stop with the nonsense. People who talk about, oh, election fraud, this election fraud, that, stop. The only election fraud that I see are people who just are legitimately either not counting votes or keeping people from voting. Stop. Anyway. Let's talk about the bad. Opening this ballot is a smack in the face to everyone who actually gave a damn about the political movement going on. Because as of right now, we are being given the choice of a guy who has no platform whatsoever or the guy who only cares about himself, Trump. Right? 
That's it. You have Trump or you have Biden. What a joke that is. I gotta say, it really, like, I can't think of a more obnoxious pairing. Honestly, Hillary is a less obnoxious representative than Biden. And I thought she was an obnoxious representative. But she is three times the candidate Biden has ever been or will ever be. It's crazy to me. It is absolutely absurd to me that Joe Biden is not the representative for the Democratic Party. This dude can't make a public appearance for more than 10 minutes without making a bunch of mistakes because he obviously is not all mentally there anymore. That's not some stupid conspiracy that's being made up by the right or Russian trolls or some stupid shit like that. That's anybody who has a brain and who's been watching this man speak for the last, I don't know how many months, you'd have to be delusional, sit there and say to yourself, yeah, he's totally cognitively fine. He's totally fine. Yeah. You know you're making it up. It makes it, you are uncomfortable saying it out loud because you know it's not true. It's a joke that we are now being forced to vote for someone who literally can't do the job at all. You may not like Trump and how he does the job, but Biden straight up can't do the job. And trust me, I'm not a big Trump fan. In fact, I'm not a Trump fan at all. But the Democrats messed up by putting someone up for election who literally cannot even handle the function of the position. I mean, I don't like Pete Buttigieg, but at least he would have been qualified to be the president. It's a joke. So how do I feel opening my ballot? I feel disgusted. I feel disgusted that after... Years of being involved in the political process about being, you know, about caring about the 2016 election, about caring about the 2018 primaries, about, I mean, not the primaries, the 2018 midterms, about caring about the 2020 primaries. I am now left feeling dejected and absolutely just not knowing where to go. I look at this and I feel like had I seen this piece of paper three months ago, it would have filled me with pride and now it fills me with loathing. And I don't even want to fill it out. But I'm going to. If not, you know, just for the sake of not wanting to feel powerless, but for the sake of there is some good left on this ballot. And let's go back to the good really quick. Because the good is in the top right corner of the Democratic ballot here. My friend, Daniel Carlino, who was gracious enough to deal with so many technical difficulties to come on my show a couple months ago before the pandemic really took full swing. And unfortunately, you know, I was kind of going through my own thing, so I didn't get a chance to release his episode until a couple of weeks ago. For those of you who have not heard it, please go back and listen to it. Daniel is a true bright light here in the city of Missoula, and he is running for the Public Service Commission here in Missoula County, and he's running against people who want nothing more than just to keep, you know, oil and gas companies in the state of Montana in absolute power versus he wants to check that power. I will always vote for people who want to check the power of people who don't really care about everyone else. So... Daniel Carlino, you have my vote. I will be filling in a bubble next to your name here after this podcast is over and sending my vote into the county. I hope for the best for you. You 
represent the change that I hope will continue to pop up in politics in general, because we need more people who just actually care about the people. And this is regardless of political party. You know, conservatives, progressives, they can both be good people who have different opinions. What we need less of in politics are people who are just trying to exploit the rest of us and don't really care about anyone other than their own bottom line. That's what we need to remove from politics, regardless of your political ideology. I think we can all come to consensus and agreeing that the people who are exploiting us need to go, and we've been allowing them to be employed by us for far too long. So, to wrap up this episode, it is unfortunate that this ballot had to come in this circumstances, well, under this circumstance, I... I'm upset to even see Joe Biden's name on the top of the ticket here. I'm not going to be filling in a bubble next to his name. Don't care. He doesn't get my vote. He's not getting my vote. I'm not sure what I'm going to do in November if I'd vote for him over Trump. I'm sure you'll hear my thoughts about that plenty of times between now and then as I try to determine whether or not I really want to stomach that reality. But... I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning, right now I'm leaning towards no. I'm leaning towards no. I'd rather just write in Yoda. That's, I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, you know, we'll, we'll touch on that subject another day. Anyway, with that being said, thank you all again for tuning in. Next time, this podcast might sound a little bit different. everyone that is our show for today i want to thank you all for checking out indie thought independent thought is brought to you by your host desmond price you can follow us on twitter at independent thought or at indie i-n-d-e thought so again thank you all for coming and hanging out with me for those of you who found me on iTunes or on Spotify, please go ahead and subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating. If you give us a four-star rating, I'm inclined to think you're a hater. So don't hate. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you all next time.